0: Welcome to another episode of the Intersection Podcast coming to you from the Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. I'm your host, Leo Haig. I'm a second year MBA student here at Scheller. And as we are now in the final week before fall break, That means that we already have one major milestone in the MBA calendar already in the books for this academic year. And that is the National Black MBA Association Annual Conference. The National Black MBA Association Conference has a very, very well-known reputation as the largest MBA recruiting fair for corporations. It's attended by hundreds of major companies each year looking to hire MBA talent for both summer internships and full-time roles. It is a conference that I myself attended last year in Chicago with a large number of my classmates. And this year, we were very proud to welcome the National Black NBA Association Conference to Atlanta. Each year, our Career Centre here at Shella does a fantastic job preparing and supporting our students ahead of this conference, and we do work with the National Black MBA Association more widely to support their mission to lead in the creation of opportunities for those historically underrepresented throughout their careers. So with another National Black MBA Association conference successfully in the books, I wanted to invite a couple of folks on to talk about their experience both working with the association and attending the conference itself. So I'm really pleased to be joined by Kevin Stacia, one of our Career advisors and corporate relations managers here at Sheller, and Cash Men's Cole, a classmate of mine who is also president of our MBA Blacks and Business Club. So, Cash and Kevin, great to have you both on the Intersection podcast. And just before we dive into the National Black MBA Association and the conference last week, it would be great if you could just, just say a few words of introduction and talk a little bit about your journey to Sheller.
1: Sure. Thank you for having me. Again, Kevin Stacia. I actually have been at Scheller now for eight years as an MBA career coach and corporate relations manager. I've been with Georgia Tech for a little over 12 years, Uh, started in the main campus career center and then moved to the MBA career center. My career prior to Georgia Tech was in corporate America, uh, working primarily for some technology companies as a human resources professional. So it's been a great transition for me from corporate to campus and in enjoy working with great students like Cash and you uh, okay. as part of my experience.
2: I'm Cash Minsko, a second year full-time MBA and president of Blacks in Business, as Leo said. Prior to the MBA, uh, starting the MBA program, I was in the Army National Guard. My career focus was on financial management and Department of Defense. Uh, so I did that for about four years before starting the program full-time here and excited to be on the podcast today.
0: Well yeah, well thank you both uh, for jumping on and I, I know that um, last week is fresh in the memory so it's a good time to catch up on what I think was another really, really successful conference and something that I know uh, my classmates were really happy and really pleased to take part in this year. But before we dive into the conference and, and what makes that so special um, in the NBA calendar, Kevin I just want to start with you because I know, you know the National Black NBA Association is an organisation that you've worked with really closely during your time as a career coach and a corporate relations manager here at Sheller, Um, So it'd be great if you could just kind of give just a little bit of background on the organization and and the work that we do with them.
1: Yeah, sure. And actually, I'm a life member of the organization myself. I have served as a president for the local Atlanta chapter back in the day. Uh, So I really enjoyed being a part of that organization for many years. And actually, National Black MBA Association has been around for over 50 years. And it was originally started basically to encourage black support for each other in the corporate arena. So what would happen is, in the initial days, some of the black professionals that were entering corporate, many of them for the first time, had a platform through this organization to network with each other and support each other through their career pursuits to hopefully help to make the journey easier for each other in that regard. And then since then, that's really been the premise of the organization going forward, where each of the professionals that are already, you know, excelling in their work are able to coach and mentor and guide and bring along those who are young professionals entering the corporate environment or entering business in general uh, so that they can help, you know, facilitate a more successful experience in that uh, arena.
0: Yeah, and uh, further to that as well, I know that the, the conference has just now grown and grown and grown over those years and it's just turned into, you know, probably like the the big milestone that, that we look for at the university mm-hmm. for a big recruiting fair I mean there are definitely other conferences that I know that we participate in but the National Black MBA Association conference is just so vast so mm-hmm. you know as someone who's been supporting MBAs here at Scheller in that for, for many years now to you kind of what makes that event so special and so significant in the MBA calendar?
1: well significant just you know for the very thing you said each year over 250 companies come to the career fair and conference seeking MBAs exclusively for both internships and full-time job opportunities. And so it's a great way uh, for students to, for the first time, connect with a lot of their target companies, uh, many of which they may not be seeing at Scheller or through our recruiting process. So it gives them an opportunity to connect with those target companies, gives them an opportunity to make some great networking connections with employers presenting their companies, and also even to interact with their peers from other MBA programs from around the nation.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you've really touched there on just the, the scale of it. And it's something mm-hmm. that really hit home for me when we were in Chicago last year. I mean, it can be a little bit daunting, I think, to see so many just like huge brands there. But it is such a fantastic opportunity. You know, I, I know for me personally, that was where I first connected with the company that I went on to intern with. And, and now we'll, you know, go on and do a full time role after my MBA. So mm-hmm. I met with American Airlines there initially. And while well, I didn't actually interview with them there. It definitely like got me kind of, you know, to know the company a lot better for when they came to campus later so I think there's so much opportunity there both to get to know the companies a little bit better who Mm -hmm. do come here to Sheller but also as you say with 250 companies there all with really fantastic reputations there's just so much opportunities but from a Sheller specific perspective as well it'd be great if you could and kind of talk a little bit about how you get our students ready for like walking into that vast room with hundreds and hundreds of companies because particularly for the first years it might be the first time that they've ever done something like that and it's probably what like four or five weeks into term I think that that comes yeah. so it's something right. that you, you know it can creep up on you but it I really appreciated the support that I got from my career advisor Larry before the conference last year but Kevin it'd be great if you could kind of talk a little bit about what you guys do to make sure people aren't overwhelmed and can grab the opportunity Both hands when they get it.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure you and and Cash have experienced that the recruiting process starts earlier and earlier every year. Mm -hmm. And so, even before they get to this career fair, you know, there's a lot of recruiting activity that has occurred even uh, as part of entering the program. But, specific things that we do, uh, we think, you know, the best thing you got to do is have a really strong resume and a really strong social media profile through LinkedIn in order to present yourself even before they see you at this career. And so we start working prior to orientation, building that resume and getting it in the right format and and critiquing it and providing uh, good coaching and advice so the students can present themselves well through that process as well as through the, the LinkedIn profile that they present. Uh, in addition to that, once orientation starts, we do have a really good peer review exercise where students get to critique each other's resumes and provide feedback and content uh, on that. We bolster that and build on that with a mock career fair that we host during orientation so that students can kind of get a feel for what they can expect once they walk into this vast room. There's no way to duplicate what they're going to experience, you know, and have two hundred and fifty different you know companies looking at them, uh, but it is an opportunity to at least engage in a similar situation and to get ready primarily through that process to introduce yourself. You know, we call it the PPS, the personal positioning statement. The elevator pitch is another term for it, but it really is just a concise way of introducing yourself, uh, and that's really important in those large events.
0: And I think, here at Georgia Tech the career center does have a very very unique selling point in that regard because I think what really sets us apart is the time that our career advisors do put in as you say before we come to campus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I you know it wasn't that long ago where Cash and I would have been doing all that work even before (laughs) before I'd even moved to Atlanta I was Mm -hmm. back in the UK Mm -hmm. kind of you know working on my PPS meeting with Larry my career advisor and as you say Mm -hmm. really polishing the LinkedIn and and getting him to review that and I know from other folks who, who I'm in touch with who do MBA um, as well. Elsewhere, different schools, they just don't have that contact before getting there and then it can feel like you're already playing catch-up as soon as you get to campus. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, know, There's a reason why Scheller is consistently ranked for career services in the top five in the nation and I think it's you know, that's one great example of, of the ability um, of our advisors to really, really make sure that we're prepped and, and well drilled coming in. But the support I think from a National Black MBA conference um, perspective doesn't really stop there. You guys are, are on the ground as well in we need some support so Kevin mm-hmm. I know you were there downtown in Atlanta last week so it'd be great if you could just kind of speak a little bit about the Georgia Tech booth as well and the support that you're able to give to our MBAs as they're kind of networking and and perhaps even interviewing.
1: Yeah sure no we definitely want to be there to support and coach students we know that we can do all we can while we're on campus but once you get out there and really start engaging with employers it you know requires some additional support as well so each year for the career fair we do reserve a booth uh, just for our career center to be there to provide that coaching and support to provide sort of a home base for students to come back and relax a little bit and debrief exchange experiences with other students um, that are going through what they're going through as part of that that career fair Uh, so it begins it provides a big home base for everybody to to engage with also really gives us a great opportunity to connect with alums that Mm -hmm. are there representing their companies and want to still stay connected and drop by the Georgia Tech booth as well so we get a lot of alums flowing through that booth that are giving us intel on what jobs are available and trying to help and coach our students through the process also.
0: And speaking of exchanging experiences, Cash, I wanted to bring you in at this point. As you were there and you were meeting and connecting with different companies just last week, so as someone who has participated in the conference again this year, just just kind of how was it like being back back at the conference again and this time, you know, hopefully felt like home here in Atlanta?
2: Cool, yeah, um Leo. So, to start, it was an amazing experience, uh, filled with many emotions, uh, as Kevin stated. Like, uh, when you're out on the floor, you're seeing these companies for the first time, you know, there are a lot of emotions that are going through, and um, sometimes those can be nervous emotions and stuff like that. But as Kevin said, being on the floor with the Georgia Tech booth, that's one of the first things I do when I get on the floor, stop by the table seeing those familiar faces can sometimes really settle you so i mean the overall experience was really great uh and it and it felt great that it was in atlanta too
0: and if you're thinking of 250 companies yeah you're not going to be able to speak to you know all of those i mean if you get to 10 percent you're doing pretty well so mm-hmm. cash ahead of you know, this year's conference in atlanta what were you kind of doing just to prepare for that because i guess you've got to prioritize right you've got to think about which companies do i really want to speak to and if i get a chance to speak to them what am i going to say so it'd be great to hear a little bit about your like process going into that
2: Yeah, so one of the first things you have to do is register for the conference Mm -hmm. so you start to (laughs) get that information. And once you do that and upload your resume to the website, companies will start to reach out to you. Some of the things that I did, go and look at what positions are available, um, really just figure out what I wanted, and then seeing what companies are at the fair, researching them, seeing if those two things align, what I want and what they're providing as far as job opportunities. Uh, Are there checking out the map, uh, making sure I'm prepared to, you know, really navigate through uh, the conference.
0: Yeah, and I think what we do a great job as well is that you can meet with your career advisor before then and say, hey, you know, like I'm thinking of really prioritizing these like five or six companies, you know, that's that's the A list. And then, you know, the B list, if I've got time, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go to these ones. Because I think what I really recall from my experience in Chicago is it's good to get in with the companies that you're really interested in first, because those interview slots do fill mm-hmm. up quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we can all sympathize with the people working at the conference as well when they're meeting their 120th MBA, <laughs> you know, they can be a, maybe a little bit jaded from that. So um, I think, um, you know, the career center as well does a really good job of making sure that you you do stand out, you do get the key points across with your PPS to say why that you're a different candidate to who they would have been speaking to earlier in the conference. But also why you're interested in the company, right, Cash So what you're saying, really actually doing your homework before that conversation, sounding knowledgeable about the company. And why you think you'd be a good fit and why you're interested in their internship opportunities. But once you're there at the booth, Cash, did you find it daunting speaking to so many companies or did it kind of just come naturally once you
2: were there in the moment? <laughs> it, uh, it, it does get daunting sometimes, but uh, I think Shellard really does a good job of preparing us by practicing that PPS. And then also you got to be flexible uh, sometimes getting up there and doing your own thing and just doing what feels natural. So uh, that's kind of how I approach it.
0: Yeah, I think you uh, you do want to make it conversational. I think you definitely have the you know the, your kind of key differentiators that you think that you stand out as a candidate to these companies. But obviously, you don't want to be kind of robotic. So I think that's where the preparation, such as the mock career fair, really really helps because mm-hmm. it gets you kind of. It's not just like learning your PPS and getting that down. It's how would I actually mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, kind of get that across to a recruiter at one of
1: these fairs. And it also helps you realize that it can't be just some rote recorded, you know, robotic, you know, introduction to yourself, it needs to really be tailored to each company that you're going to Mm -hmm. and each one has a different perspective and so we tell students as you're standing in line to wait, you know, to talk to a recruiter or to a representative for one of these companies, be listening to the person who's engaging with that person just before you to see whether they're really like chatty and just want to talk informally, whether they're asking specific questions, uh, whether they're asking for information, a resume or a LinkedIn connection or whatever, just so you can be observant and be prepared and and really really present yourself well once you get your turn.
0: Exactly, and and once you get your turn to speak to then these companies, Kevin, it'd be really helpful to kind of get a sense from yeah you know, the the career center's perspective of, of what does kind of good look like for for participating in this conference? Because I know from from last year, it's easy to put quite a lot of pressure on yourself of like yeah, you know, I really want to just get in there late September, get an internship offer, and then I'll be done. Which I know does happen for quite a lot of our students, but that I think that's not necessarily always going to be the case. So I think look, you know, what good looks like can mean various different things, but it would be good to get your kind of perspective on that.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, you would love to be able to walk in, go to your dream company's booth, get an offer, and be finished. But realistically, that rarely ever happens uh, from that standpoint. A lot of these companies are really just trying to get an initial screen of the students that they're meeting, which will follow up later later with further interviews and so forth. It does happen. There are the rare occasions where people do get offers on site, and that's a great thing. But I think a real positive result from just participating in the career fair, uh, one would be are you able to connect with your target companies, especially those companies that you know are not coming to Sheller and not going to be, you know, accessible from that standpoint? So if you can say, yeah, gosh, I really got to talk to seven of my target companies during this process, then that's an accomplishment. I think the other thing is, you know, are you able to make good networking contacts? If you're able to do that, you know, even if it's going to be following up with those companies after you leave the career fair, not necessarily just in the career fair, but what good networking contacts were you able to make with recruiters or other representatives or even alums for those companies? And then certainly it'd be great if you were able to secure at least an interview while you're there. Uh, That would be certainly positive, but not necessarily the end all for saying that you had an accomplishment or a successful, you know, MBA career fair experience. So I think if you make those good contacts, if you can follow up with people after the career fair and that you can take the conversation further, that's the positive results you want to have.
0: And, and Kevin, you can keep me honest on this, but my understanding from speaking to first years is that we probably have more interviews at this conference than any previously or certainly felt like that. Yeah. But I think you made a really good point there because I remember from my experience in Chicago last year, I... had all my classmates getting loads of interviews and some were getting offers and I was thinking oh you know like should I be on the same path as them but the point that you made about actually just speaking and making a connection with your target company and then following up and maintaining that is probably like the most important thing and that's something that's definitely within your control as an individual and that was the experience that I had you know I met my target company American and and we maintained that connection and then I eventually got an interview and for their their career day in Dallas at their HQ and you know got my internship from there So, so a hugely valuable experience to me a bit more of a patient game in, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. sense but I think you know I was really grateful to have that opportunity but Cash I wanted to bring you back in here at this point and just say there's lots of different things that you can get involved in the conference right you mm-hmm. know more broadly there's obviously the career fair itself where you're out there networking but there's a lot of things that happen away from the conference as well for on the social side of things so and um, did you have like a particular you know favorite memory of participating either in Chicago or, or Atlanta this year?
2: Oh, yeah. For this one, uh, I'll bring it to Atlanta. Uh, so this year I got my first experience with CASE uh, competition. So uh, we had a team that participated, and it was a really great experience. I, I learned about a lot. We got to connect with other students uh, on that same grind. And then also uh, with industry professionals at Stellantis, uh, which was the company that sponsored the um, CASE competition and different professionals throughout the industry. Uh, and it was a really great experience. Learned a lot about myself and my team and, and from a lot of other people.
0: Well, yeah, I definitely congratulate you for diving into that because K's competitions are, you know, not for the faint of heart. They require a lot of work and a lot of thought. And then, yes. you know, you you really do get put on the spot. But I, I'm sure that was a really, really special experience for you to have that in Atlanta at the mm-hmm. conference as well. And before we wrap up, Cash, I just wanted to ask you a, a couple of questions as well on your kind of you know broader experience here at Shellow, particularly, you know, given your role as president of the, the Blacks and Business Club here. Um, so it'd be great if you could just kind of touch on, you know, what happens more broadly with that club to to champion our shallow NBAs.
2: All right. Cool. So one of the first things uh, that we do in relation to the actual National Black NBA Conference is a set of volunteers. So this year, I think we had about 15 volunteers that went and took out their time out of their day to help with different things uh, in supporting the conference actually happening. We also each year have the National Black NBA panel. Uh, For the panel, we bring back recent alumni, uh, current students that have been to the conference in the past year, and uh, ask them questions and get our current students prepared. uh, So everyone that's going for the first time can you know really understand a layout of the the conference
0: i think we should probably give a special shout out to marcus here who has come <laughs> back several times to talk about his experience at the conference <laughs> as someone who I think may have set the record for the amount of offers and um, being able to generate at one <laughs> conference, but, and has uh, definitely come back several times to share his expertise. I know he actually now as an alum of Georgia Tech, but also with his current consulting firm that he works with, still mm-hmm. participates in the conference as well. So I think that's a really great advert for Bib as a club, but also for Georgia Tech and Sheller of, of our experience of being at that conference. And then Kash, have you just kind of more broadly is participating in some Business? Is there a kind of like a, a favorite like event that you have have um, that that you put on or that you're looking forward to hosting this year as president?
2: Well, we have Leadership Series. So I think we have Margaret Brooks coming on from McKinsey. Uh, So that's one thing. In general, uh, like with just even just staying connected post-graduation and stuff like that, uh, hopefully if the club sees fit, can invite me back to sit on the National Mm. Black NBA panel. I would love to do that. And then we have some alumni that have done some really great things. Uh, One of them is Renee Simon. So he set up a scholarship that gets awarded each year through the club I would love to be in a position to do that someday myself and then he also uh, opens his house up to current students just to keep everyone connected so I plan to hopefully be able to to be in a position to continue to do things like that just to stay connected with Bib and the club all together
0: yeah, and I, again, I think that alongside the kind of great support that we have from our career advisors and career coaches, I think it is, you know, it, it never kind of ceases to amaze me just like how well connected our alumni stay. And I think that's something that, you know, Kasha can tell you found extremely valuable and something that you want to pay back when we graduate in, in Maine. It's definitely something that I want to do as well. I think, you know, our alumni community is something that's very, very unique here. And, you know, people do want to still stay invested with the programme and, and give their time and their expertise and share their experiences so mm-hmm. it's something that i hope to do as well when we when we move on in may of next year but um, well thank you kevin and cash so much for kind of reflecting on the the conference last week and the kind of the broader roles both of the national black NBA association and also the blacks in business club here at Shell but that's all that we have time for today but the good news is that we are now on spotify and apple so we'll have plenty more programming coming on the podcast moving forward it is homecoming um, as of tomorrow actually and mm-hmm. um, so we will be welcoming back some great alumni um, here at Sheller, and then we will be playing Duke on Saturday and, and tailgating with some folks as well so our next episode we'll be kind of chatting a bit more actually about that alumni network and, and the homecoming so plenty to look forward to there but in the meantime Kevin Cash again thank you so much for joining us
2: Thank you, thank you Leo.